What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we have a guest. She is here. She's right. She can give us a thumbs up. Oh, let's get right to it. I'm excited for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the 2024 Jersey Jacob and the current JCW world champion, the one and only one half of MK Ultra, Masha Slamovich joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How's everything going so far? Good. How are you doing? Good, Masha. How are you? Doing rather well. Thank you. This Thanks is for a joining really, us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. This is a really funny conversation for me to have with you because I don't know if you remember this, uh, you were, I, I was your first interview when you won the GCW world championship last year. And now I think I'm your first with the JCW title. That is correct. I have yet to do another interview since last, what was it? Saturday? Let's go. Yes. So I'll take it. Uh, tell us about the, the JCW Jacob winning the, the tournament going through defeating Jordan Oliver in the finals. It was two nights this year, as opposed to one night last year, but the, the overall experience with the Jacob. Oh, it was it was really fun and a really incredible weekend. Um, first of all, the atmosphere and the visual presentation of the White Eagle was really awesome. It was my first time wrestling at that venue, and I really enjoyed it. And I will say I was glad that it was broken up into two nights because another another match on the second day would have been a very psychotic choice. But it was really great because I got to wrestle against, you know, some of the best competitors out there on the indies right now and really go toe to toe with Jordan Oliver, who I don't think gets enough credit for how great his work is. <clears throat> so now that you have that JCW championship, as it's connected to GCW, are there plans for you to defend that title more frequently on GCW shows as well? I plan to defend the title not only on JCW and GCW shows, but other uh, shows across the world, actually. So that is my plan. Awesome. A lot of changes in Impact TNA uh, recently with, with Scott Moore being fired as the, the TNA president. How are you feeling overall about what's been going on in TNA wrestling? Uh, that I will decline to comment on. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Uh, all right. Did you see the letter that was sent to Anthem from, from the talent? And I don't know if you have any comments about just Scott in general and what he meant to the TNA rebrand. I think Scott was an incredible leader for TNA. Scott really took a lot of people's careers and skyrocketed them and gave so many people chances to work even simply in the United States for some of our international talent that they would not have had um, had it not been for Scott, had it not been for TNA. Um, 
you know, I'm sure it's no secret that my first night there in 2021, when I wrestled Deanna at Knockouts Knockdown, they simply decided to offer me a contract right then and there on the spot. I'm not the only person that Scott has done this with. So Scott really, he likes to take a bet on people and, you know, with people like Josh Alexander, people like myself, people like Speedball, he's taken really great risks and helped so many people's careers go from here to here. You know what I mean? Let's talk about your, uh, your partnership with Killer Kelly. Let's talk about MK Ultra real quick. Do you understand the influence that you've made on so many wrestling fans with this, with this partnership? Oh, absolutely. Um, MK Ultra. it was something that kind of happened spontaneously. And we were like, hey, let's see what happens. But I absolutely enjoy the work that me and Killer Kelly are doing. And I think everyone else does as well. <laughs> you got a big match, uh, Teenage Surrender against Decay, getting the rematch against them. You know who it is this time. Not going to be a surprise. Uh, what can fans expect from your TNA No Surrender match and getting a rematch for the TNA Knockouts Tag Team titles? I think we're all on the same page and that we all know that those nice shiny new red belts are coming right back to MK Ultra where they belong. You got the, they did the rebrands and you got the titles for like two minutes, the the new titles. You didn't even get a chance to enjoy like the, the rebranded titles or anything there. Hey, hey, accidents happen. Things don't go as planned sometimes. I think in New Orleans, we're going to be able to get right back on track with that. Uh, has there been any talk? This is this is always fun to ask you because you you speak Russian on TNA programming, and then everywhere else people know that you speak fluent English. Has there been any talk about you know you <clears throat> introducing a little more English into your you know TNA character? We'll we'll just we'll see what happens, and when the time is right, then perhaps you know. Is it something that introduce that interests you to do? I think it would have to be a valuable and important moment. I can't just come on out here and start philosophically rambling in a different language after what two and a half years <clears throat> i'll give you the kofi kingston moment where someone says it didn't you used to have a jamaican accent <laughs> <laughs> uh what's it what's it mean to continue to wrestle on the independent scene because i know tna only tapes you know maybe once or once or twice a month but you you stay active on the independent scene and then just keeping active on the independence and really being a, a veteran and having the television experience through through TNA. So what's it like working on the, the independent scene and staying active in that way? It's a very important to me. It was a big deciding factor of me signing with TNA because I knew that I just wasn't done and I had so much left to do on the indies as well as working at TNA. And I really just wanted to have the best of both worlds. And I think that I've been able to do quite well, um, like I said, for the last two years, really putting in the work on the independent scene just as much as I've been putting it in at TNA. The uh, <clears throat> the match you had against Alley Catch, Monsters Ball 2022 on Impact Programming, how did that come together? Was that something that you and Ali kind of pitched or was this they were planning to bring in Ali? How did we get to the Monsters Ball match? Well, this was at the time when I was feuding with Jordan Grace. So this was a pick your poison <clears throat> stipulation. So I sent Max the Impaler to wrestle Jordan um, for her poison and for me, Alley Catch um, in like what is a monster's ball match. So that's how it came together. And it's still one of the most violent and entertaining matches 
that I think I've had um, in my history at TNA Wrestling. I think the only one that would come close would be when myself and Jordan wrestled at Overdrive in a, I think it was a not a hardcore match, but it was like a false count anywhere or some stipulation like that. <laughs> You're no stranger to like death matches. Do you want to see more of that in, in TNA? Um, if it was up to me, then absolutely, I would have at least had one death match. Um, but you never know what the future holds, so don't ever count it out. What's what's like a, a weapon that just sucks to to get hit with or, or go through? Uh, not it. Okay, so barbed wire sucks but for me personally it's not like going through it and getting cut up by it but barbed wire just has a love for getting tangled in my hair and i have lost so much goddamn hair last year to barbed wire that i really try to stay away from it i mean i damn near got snatched bald when i wrestled rena in the cage of survival match at gcw and then it just got like 10 times worse when I wrestled Rena in Japan and that barbed wire crown just, I mean, it ate my hair right up. It was so bad. I, I thought I was gonna have to shave my hair off. Oh. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds not fun at all. <laughs> like, like the, the blood and the cuts, they'll heal, but damn, man, I don't want to walk around with like chunks of missing hair for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait for it all to, you gotta even it out and try to figure it out. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, I want to go back. So you mentioned Maxi Impaler that uh, you sent them after Jordan Grace in in that whole story that you guys were doing. Uh, you faced Max recently in Japan at the beginning of the year. What was the experience like working with Max and uh, any plans to head back to Japan? Uh, Max was super fun to work with. We, <clears throat> we've had a couple of run-ins here and there, you know, throughout the last couple of years. But obviously this was our first like big mainstream match as opposed to we've have like horror stories of crazy shows in the middle of nowhere with like casket matches and a third person coming over the microphone and and <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> we really had a good time uh working together in japan the match did end in a no contest so there's definitely room for us to work again and i do plan to return to tokyo joshi sooner rather than later <laughs> We have, we have a mutual friend, uh, Cassidy Haynes. I, do you have a Cass story? Because everyone just has a Cass story. Man, I mean, I think the one that stands out the most to me is Cass just being like, telling me for a couple of months, being like, yeah, I got in this car accident and like walked away with a scrape on my forehead. And then like a day later, he's like, yeah, I'm like almost paralyzed from the waist down. I can't walk. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and I think it turns out he like messed up his back real bad but i'm like how how can you walk around for like six months to a year like it's been a minute and then all of a sudden he's just like damn it finally hit <laughs> he goes on the road trips he makes all the towns and everything i don't know how Cass is living and surviving but the the man just goes through and pulls through bless him love Cass. he's always everywhere you never know where you're, you're gonna see him rolling up <laughs> y'all are headed back to vegas for rebellion tna rebellion in april Vegas is a fun spot to be in. You ever win big when you're uh, working in Vegas? I wish I could say I could um, or that I have because so far it's just the luck has not been going my way in Vegas. But I did find out earlier today that there was like an, a, like a, 
you know those like games that you play as a kid that are like the the little X's go in the hole and like you have to like blocks, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an adult version of like kids games. I think it's located in like this Dorito thing in Vegas. It's like a Dorito tower. I don't know. But long story short, it seems super fun because it's like you get to play gigantic versions of those childhood games and they're for adults. And uh, shit, I want to go check that out next time I'm there. I feel like the Dorito Tower is the Luxor Hotel. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know much about Vegas, as you can tell. I'm like, I know the two hotels that we've worked at and like that big sphere thing. <laughs> oh, the sphere. Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for someone to work the sphere. <laughs> uh, we play a little game here. TNA, please. <laughs> oh, no. I, I said it. You know what? If we're going to do TNA running shows in Vegas, do Slammiversary somewhere else. Let the absence make the heart grow fonder. Come back. Do Bound for Glory in the sphere. Just go for it. Really. I'm here for that. I'm very much here for that. <laughs> oh, let's go. I love it. We play a little game here. This is my last question for you. It's called Partner Promo or Punch in the Face. I'm going to give you three people that you are going to pick to either have a promo off with in the ring. You're going to go face-to-face, toe-to-toe, punch them in the face in a singles match, or you're going to tag team with them in a tag match. These are people that you're very familiar with. Blake Christian, okay. Jordan Oliver, and Jordan Grace. Partner, promo, punch in the face. Okay. Well, I'm punching Blake for sure. Okay. <laughs> And me and Jordan would be the greatest tag team. I mean, if any of if anyone ever thought, "Hey, man, we're missing the British Bulldogs," put me and Jordan together, and no one's ever gonna want to. No one's ever gonna want the smoke. Um, and for a promo off, I think me and Jordan Oliver would absolutely kill it in a promo off. To be honest with you. <clears throat> okay, let's go. I love it. Well, hopefully, we'll see one of those matches in the Sphere in Vegas. And until then, you've got a match with No Surrender uh, next Friday in new orleans it's gonna be mk ultra taking on decay uh what else do you have going on you can plug anything you want please well before we get to new orleans next week i'm actually going to be at a wrestling revolver tomorrow wrestling marina shafir uh you can call it our little warm-up for the blood sport tournament that's coming up during mania week and sunday i will be defending another one of my titles uh at fight life i'll be defending the world championship against delmi exo and of course next week that brings us right into no surrender weekend with tna there we go thank you so much masha slamovich thank you for your time thank you very much thank you have a good day you too thanks Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.